0: The Chicago Bulls lose a heartbreaker at home to the Toronto Raptors, really bringing about a lot of the bigger concerns for the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about that. Plus the Bulls' recent third-quarter play that just leaves so much to be desired. These stats are really concerning, and the Bulls' injuries continue to pile up. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes what's going on Bulls fans welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related I'm the host there Hayes but more importantly you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central pod on every social media platform we happen to be on with that being said let's go ahead and get into this content for today guys and um I I don't even know what to say anymore about about what's going on with this Bulls team man um it's just bad uh when you look at the Bulls You know, the the fact that they really lost this game due to, in part, being outcoached yet again by Billy Donovan, but also just execution down the stretch of the game. In the fourth quarter of this game, we just could not score outside of DeMar DeRozan, who scored 13 out of the 18 points scored in the fourth quarter by the Bulls. We just didn't have much going. Turnovers definitely hurt the Bulls in a lot of ways in this game as well. There were so many turnovers that, you know, the Bulls just, it it really hurt their ability to get back in this game. This was a game that the Bulls could still could have theoretically one down the stretch getting the lead down to as low as four but the Bulls just could not execute the Toronto Raptors stepped up where the Bulls couldn't and we just didn't weren't in a position to win the game you get big nights from DeMar he goes 8 to 17 for 25 points he has five assists three steals four blocks five turnovers yes a lot of players had turnovers in this game I was well with 21 points uh, five rebounds two assists one block from I it, but that's it as far as players in 20 points per game it was disappointing all throughout that and Kobe White, the Toronto Raptors were clearly trying to take the ball out of Kobe White's hands, and they were effective in it. He could not find a way to score. Uh, he was one for four in the first half of the game. He ends up five for 10, which isn't terrible percentages, shooting the ball 50% overall. He had six rebounds, I'm sorry, six assists, two rebounds, only one turnover in a game where turnovers really became the story a lot for the Bulls, 17 turnovers overall in this game. And the Toronto Raptors won the points off turnovers battle by a large margin. So, you know, the Bulls just they did not have the executables as well and that 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 turnover part of it was was a major part, in Billy Donovan and some of the players talked about it after the game. They said this.
1: Billy, obviously the, the points off turnovers really jump off the, the box score, and it, it looked like in that second half you didn't really have a lot of offensive options once they started trapping DeMar. What, what did you see out there? Yeah, I, mean, I think the turnovers, I think there was options there. I mean, they were pretty aggressive with him early um, in the game. I, you know, I thought we did a, a pretty good job at, in, in the first half of moving, getting downhill. But I think in that first half, we also had nine turnovers. Certainly, the turnovers were a were big, big, I think, factor. Yeah, we had a, f- a few uh, very uncharacteristic turnovers for us. I think it's the first time we used that word. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it's tough. So a lot of those also came in moments where we could have kind of came back to the game and things like that. And also, some of those were where you know we, we made good you know, passes and just wouldn't finish it the right way. So. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of think, mistakes also that we've made throughout the game on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively, that hurt us. You know, I think I had five turnovers. I had a couple turnovers, critical late. You know, I think AC had one. You know, when we were trying to make a run, but get back in the game. Um, but it, you know, every time I had the ball, um, in the middle of the floor, screen and roll, a post up. You know, they came. You know, they did a good job rotating, um, forcing the ball out of my hand. Um, you know, we just gotta we gotta be more conscious and take care of the ball
0: a little bit better. And so, you know, I'm glad that they identify and understand what went in uh, or how the, the the turnover battle really hurt the Chicago Bulls a lot. The Toronto Raptors had 30 points off turnovers. The Bulls, despite having less turnovers than the Toronto Raptors, only had 14 points off turnovers. We just could not execute well enough offensively in this game to win it. We just couldn't have. And so, you know, it, it's unfortunate, and you know. The, the way that this team plays and executes, and, you know, I, I talk a lot about coaching because I do think it's up to coaching to make some of these adjustments. The Bulls right now, they don't build off momentum well. We can have all the momentum in the world in the first half of games, but the problem is, is that we don't build off momentum. And unless the other team goes away quietly into the night, the Bulls really don't uh, don't capitalize on those moments because if you get a team that just fights, that refuses to allow them being down by double digits, get them down. The Bulls just, they aren't able to combat it. We don't find the mismatches very well at all. Nikola Vucevic is still taking too many threes. Nick Vuce has been bad. I, there's just no way around it. The Vuce has been bad. Last season, one of the most consistent Bulls. This season, Nikola Vucevic is, has just been a complete bad basketball player. In previous seasons, it's been that he has his shortcomings, as every player. And I think a lot of Bulls fans focused on that. But this, it's way more than just shortcomings. Vooch has just been bad. Billy Donovan actually talked about after the game that he doesn't want Nikola Vucevic taking as many three-pointers. But it's like, then why do you keep taking so many three-pointers? Like, you, I get it with Vooch, but I don't believe Vooch is, is completely breaking the system and going rogue to the point to where he's—we're just not, uh, not, not, he's just not playing within what the offense is trying to do. Stop running so many goddamn plays for Vooch. He says that they want Vooch to take three-pointers when they're open, but he also we need to find Vooch better when he's in the pocket. I understand that. I get you there. I feel you, brother. But at the end of the day, it has to be more than that, man. You, you, you got you, Listen, Vooch got to play like a big man. Right now, Vooch isn't. He's playing like a 6'11 shooting guard. Stop doing that crap. Go to the paint. And like I said in the post-game show, if you guys got to hear that episode, is that if Vooch just need it. Between Kobe and Vooch, as the point guard, Kobe White needs to be telling Nikola Vucevic, keep your big ass in the paint, right? And, and I'm going to get you the ball. Again, the, the onus on Kobe then, as the point guard and the other guards, is to get Vooch the ball when he has mismatches. But then again, Vooch has to take advantage when he has mismatches. Stop passing out of when you have fucking six four, six five point guards on you and take them to the rim. So it's a lot right now with the Bulls in this recent stretch of losing, just that they're just not executing well enough. But one of the biggest aspects that's really hurting the Chicago Bulls team quite a bit is the third quarters. The Chicago Bulls over the last 10 games have a net rating of negative 21.4 in the third quarter. That is dead last in the NBA. What does that stat mean and tell you? It tells you that teams are coming out in that second half and they are adjusting to what the Bulls did in the first half and the Bulls have no answers. That the Bulls are not responding well to the adjustments that other teams are making, and thus they're able to gain that grab that momentum back. And the Bulls, because we don't have really good coaches that are good at adjustment periods and things like that, we end up losing. And then even when the in the in the games where the Bulls win and come back, they still have to, you know, kind of battle back. They aren't taking advantage of their lead. So the third quarter is not just something that us as Bulls fans talk about that isn't tangible, that isn't real. No, it's very real third quarters for the Chicago Bulls have largely been the Bulls' Achilles heel in many, many ways. And until they learn to fix that meaningfully, it's going to continue to be a rough season for the Chicago Bulls. Sisyphus, right? Every time the Bulls get close to 500, crap like this happens. We got to get better at it. And we have an opportunity to get better at it tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. We'll talk about that a little bit. But it just, the third quarters have been just bad for the Bulls. And the Bulls got to figure out, how to, how to be better a more effective in the third quarters so they're not coming back in fourth quarters that they're not trying to come back uh, from from in games that they had a double digit lead on we got to find ways to take advantage of that and that's not just coaching it's not just the players it's the combination of the two things and like i said in the post game show yesterday it's i know it's an oversimplification in the way that i'm going to say it, but the, the theme is the same right if you have a really good game plan but the but the bulls the, the players aren't adjusting it i mean aren't uh, executing it well that is again that's on the players but the players as well if you have a so-so game plan but you have players that just have that pride have that heart go through the go through the offense right play well with high iq you can make a mediocre game plan look way better with execution so those things have to mix, mix and marry and overlap some we have shortcomings on players we got We got injuries that are piling up, which we'll talk about, and we got a coaching staff that has their limitations as well. But the fact of the matter is, the the the, we're not covering each other's asses. We're just not, and it's just it's making for bad basketball. It's making for bad execution. It's making for bad everything. And we gotta find a way to rein this back. And it's not just the injuries. The injuries do play a part, but it's not just those injuries. And in speaking about those injuries, so we got bad news yesterday in regards to Patrick Williams and that is that Patrick Williams has a pretty serious injury with his foot, and um, that injury is that there's fluid in the bone marrow, so he's not going to be reevaluated for the, another two weeks. Now, rest can definitely help with that. It's an excruciating injury. It's it's an injury that's taxing both mentally and physically, and the fact that Patrick Williams just didn't think that the injury is that bad speaks to how, how tough he can be at times. But that means that we're going to be without Patrick Williams for another two weeks, which set the stage for Julian Phillips, to play well and, and having an, a role for the Chicago Bulls carved out. He played 20 minutes yesterday. He played a really good first half. Second half, uh, not so much, but really good first half. He still did some good things in the second half. He just scored nine points in the first half, Into the game still with those same nine points, so it is what it is there. But then during this game, we unfortunately got Daylon Terry going down with injury in this game. Um, it looks like it's a it's a sprained ankle for Billy Donovan after the game. And so now Daylon, another player that was filling in for you, right, Um, is going to be sitting down as well. Now, we got some positive news yesterday as well uh, with injuries, and that's Torrey Craig couldn't make his return Saturday against the Sacramento Kings. He's not going to play tonight against the Charlotte Hornets, though, so it doesn't help tonight. But this is a Bulls team that injuries are piling up at the wrong time. This is a time where the Bulls were supposedly going to be trying to make their move to get to five hundred with some favorable games on the schedule. But it just, again, Another thing that happens with the Bulls that we just experienced the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about myBookie—you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Don't uh, we, we can't catch a break? And so, while the injuries are piling up, Nikola Vucevic actually talked about the injuries. He said, This,
1: yeah, it sucks. Uh, you know, we keep losing guys, uh, especially, you know, guys like, you know, Patrick and, and Dalen, young guys who uh, has been playing well for us uh, lately. You know, Dalen finally started getting some minutes and really making the best out of it. And it, it really sucks to see him go down. But, you know, it is what it is for us as a team. We just got to next-man-up mentality, you know, nobody's going to feel, you no know, sorry for us or take it easier on us because we have, you know, people injured. We just have to figure it out, you know, uh, for how much uh, long they're out for.
0: And I, I'm sure that when you look at it, right, I know it's easy to say, well, you know, Patrick Williams is only averaging 10 points per game. Zach Levine, we play better without Zach Levine uh, per, you know, what it, what, it, what it says. And then we have him down, Torrey Craig's down. But when you, Dale Terry's now out, but like, when you look at just the totality of that, we're missing some very key players to what we do. Even with Zach Levine not really scoring at his usual level this season, he's still been facilitating, rebounding, getting some things like that done. Torrey Craig is an ultimate role player. We just know and understand what Torrey Craig means to this team. Patrick Williams, you know that foot injury. The fact that he's been dealing with that could explain why his play dropped off so significantly. Um, because he initially played really well after Zach Levine went down, and then it became almost passive P again. So injuries are piling up for the Bulls. But this is the time where, listen, no team in the NBA is going to give you any credit. They're not going to come in and say, "Hey, let's let's play. Let's take it a little bit easy on the Bulls tonight." They're missing Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Dale, Terry, and Craig. You got to find a way to do it. And Billy Donovan's coaching, he has to he has to get more creative with it. Billy Donovan has been a coach that is so hesitant to play G League play, or two way contract players to play our rookies, this is a time where he's going to have to do it, right? Julian Phillips, yes, played 20 minutes yesterday, played overall well in the, in those minutes. Um, but you're either going to have to go to Terry Taylor, we're going to have to maybe see some Henry Drell, maybe some Ernala team, maybe some Adama Sanogo, because we don't have anything else. And i tell you what, Javon Carter's been playing like ch- cheeks as well. So uh, it really, if you did go to the well and, and at least give those players a chance and an opportunity, maybe you come out on the other side better right? Maybe you come out on the other side better. At least at that point, you're developing some of your young pieces that are going to be on this team in the future. So I, I can't wait to see what Billy Donovan does tonight with the rotations. If he does get a little bit more creative with it, I don't expect Dalen Terry, even though it hasn't officially been announced. I don't expect him to play. We know those other players are already going to be out, but the Bulls got to find some way to combat these injuries because nobody's taking it easy on you. Nobody's going to have a pity party for the Chicago Bulls with these injuries going on. Figure it the hell out. That just That's just what it comes down to. you got to figure it the hell out, and hopefully this team can. And Julian Phillips, again, another opportunity to continue maybe earning some minutes for the Bulls. Keep in mind, that's why I say earning minutes, because this isn't something to where you just want to just give minutes, earn those minutes. Keep playing well, young fella, and we'll see how, how Julian Phillips ends up playing and developing over this time. But let me know what you guys think down below. Do you think that it's time for Billy Donovan to get a little more outside the box? Go to some of these two way in G League players that we have to see if they can provide something, whether it's shooting from Ernolopa Henry Gell, both players that can provide some shooting, whether it's some size and rebounding in Adama Sonogo, right? Do you think that it's time for Billy during this stretch while we still have these players out to get a little creative with that? Let me know what you guys think down below if you're on the YouTube side. But with that said, I want to talk about something that I don't talk a lot about. And I'm just, I'm not going to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on it because it's really not worth my time to be 100% honest with. <laughs> it's just not. And so uh, the, the the rumors of the Bulls and the Warriors making a trade for Zach Levine. Now, initially, when I heard these rumors, when they came out earlier in the season, where it was like Kaminga, Chris Paul, whatever, I, I debunked it, right? I said that, no, we don't want Chris Paul. I don't think there's a chance of that. But then as the this goes on and the Warriors are seemingly becoming desperate, the Bulls may be desperate if they just want to move Zach Levine. And we've heard now rumors of like Chris uh, a deal built around Chris Paul and Moses Moody and things like that. And I think it's like a couple of second round picks. Here's what I'll say. If the Zach Levine trade market has gotten so low that you're talking about Chris Paul and Moses Moody isn't a terrible player, right? He's a player that still has some upside. I'm not, not saying this to crap on Moses Moody. But if that's the best offer that you're getting, you're seriously looking at that and saying, this is, this is what we got right now. Let's go ahead and, and, and pull the trigger on this trade so we can get off the Zach Levine trade uh, rumors and nonsense. And here's what I'm going to tell you on that. You're stooped. The front bull. If that's the point that it's come to, and the Bulls take this deal, you're stupid. And 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 I, I'm not saying that it necessarily can't happen. But here's what I'll say: this rumored deal that that started from Zach Buckley, I believe. When it comes down to the this this Warriors Bull swap and and flip, and you know Bulls fans have now taken that to to add in like, what if it's well, what if we can get Klay uh, Thompson? What if we can get? No, at that point, just keep Zach Levine. And I think that this the this thing has turned so much to where it's gotten now to the point to where it's almost uh, kind of an overstatement. Like, the Bulls don't have to just trade Zach Levine just to get him out the building. We got to stop with the trades, the desperation trades, to just get him out. Listen, Zach Levine is a very flawed player. Do not get me wrong. He is that. But he's not at the point to where you just need to sell him off for bits and pieces just to try to say that you made a deal. No, no. Chris Paul, Moses Moody, Corey Corey Joseph, a 2026 and 2028 second-round pick for Zach Levine this is not a salary dump. That's not what we're trying to do here. No, no, no. This is a bad deal. Bad. Even if you swap out Moses Moody with, with Clay Thompson, it's a bad deal. No. What are we talking about, man? I get it. The, the Zach Levine and the, and the no trade value and all that stuff, it's, it's really corrupted a lot of people's thought process when it comes down to this. But let's best believe there's a scenario in this where Zach Levine is on the Bulls after the trade deadline. And if this is the best deal that you're getting offered, that's the best outcome is to keep Zach Levine, worry about it in the offseason, and hope that Zach Levine is going to come back. This is not, we're not desperate right now. And if the Warriors are quote unquote desperate to try to trade for Zach Levine, you got to come up off that more, more than that, young fellas. You got to do that. You got to, it got to be your first round pick in that, maybe multiple. So, it's I don't take this like it's why I haven't really talked about it. A lot of people ask like, "Hey, where's the video on the on the on the Warriors trade rumors?" I no, nah, fuck that video. No, no, this is a bad trade. We don't want to do it. We don't want it. Thank you. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. No, we good on that. Now, with that said, to end the show, the Bulls face off against the Charlotte Hornets today, and I wish I, I do want to have like this overarching great analysis breakdown of what the bulls need to do against the, you're playing the charlotte hornets you're playing the charlotte hornets if this is a game where the bulls can't come in and they can't take advantage that they don't have heart that they that they get outworked by the charlotte hornets listen you can you can take the the, the 500 and throw it out the damn window if that's the case i know that they've had they have players back uh, Lamelo balls now day-to-day miles bridges is day-to-day but still it still the, the truth still remains it still remains. You're a better team than the Charlotte Hornets team. I don't care if you're playing on their home court. Take care of business. Get the dub. That's it. That's really what it just boils down to, and I don't like to oversimplify things, but the Bulls cannot have another third quarter letdown against the Charlotte Hornets. And listen, get this win. Get it done. Cool. You got You got Sacramento on Saturday. Really excited to see how the Bulls play in that game, especially if Torrey Craig makes his return. But this is a game where the Bulls, they the, the them the players the coaching staff they need to come in this game 100% fully prepared to win a basketball game play the game of basketball yeah they're going to try to do some things defensively to throw you off your game they're going to try to trap Kobe White and get the ball out of his hands but we got more than enough talent still to be able to take advantage of this team we just do and again i i, I don't say that the crap on anybody um, on any other team but we we are a better team than them mark williams still isn't playing in this game i don't think pro reports That's really their only seven-footer. They do got Nick Richards down there as well, so they got another seven-footer. But Andre Drummond and Nikola Vucevic, again, I know I've been saying to the last few games and they haven't, you got to play better. You got to dominate. You got to. Nick Vooch, you got to get it together, bro. You got to get it together. We need better play from this team. And this is one of those games where we should be able to have the expectation that our team is going to play and execute better basketball against a Charlotte Hornets team that is one of the worst teams in the NBA this season, get your stuff together, my friends. Get your stuff together. This uh, could it be a get back game? Could it be a game to get back on track? All that sounds good, but just go go out there and get the dub, get the win. That's what I want to see from this Bulls team tonight, man. Get the win. I would love to see you know Julian Phillips continue his ascension. Io I would assume has been playing really well this month. The month of January has been really good for Io. Let's hope he continues to build off this. He's been really good in the starting lineup in a ring uh, a wing role uh, for sure. And we have more than enough to to take care of business against the Charlotte Hornets team. We just do. And so I'm looking at Kobe. I'm looking at DeMar. I'm looking at Io. I'm looking at Alice Crusoe. Looking at Andre Drummond. How do you set the tone tonight? Set the tone in this game and don't give it up. Don't give it up. Set the tone. Set an expectation. And that is one of the biggest things and problems with this team. We cannot have an expectation of a certain level of play that this team executes because they just don't have it. And some of that, yes, Kobe White's still learning. This is his first year as the as the, the a main scorer on a team. There's already some fit issues with Demar and Vooch occupying the same space and areas, but this is still a game where the Bulls should be able to take care of business. And having that expectation of this team taking care of the Charlotte Hornets shouldn't be a bad expectation to have. Bulls take care of business. That's my thought process. That's my time for today guys make sure you guys are following the show at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bull central pod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag the number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related thanks to you guys and like i liked in every episode on go bulls love you guys see you right if you can y'all peace